0: Round 2 of the NRL delivered another great weekend of action and drama on and off the field, kicking off with the reigning premiers earning their first win of the season and finishing last night with the Dragons slaying the Titans. But there were some serious surprises uh, along the way again. As always, here to break down the action and controversy from the greatest game of all, the voice of Rugby League and our own SCN brethren, Andrew Voss. And Vossi, good morning to you. The first thing, uh, though, came off the field where Peter Volandis looking to a potential NRL expansion that would see 20 teams. Would there be player def to supply 20 teams? Uh, good morning, Smithy. Good
1: morning to all our listeners. Yeah, well, my, my short answer is no, without raids probably of England. Uh, look, I, I, I definitely think we go to 18. I think we can. Um, 20... Yeah, I mean, you could put the planning in. You could certainly announce it and say, well, we're we're doing this. If the areas that we're bringing in, and they're talking about Pacifica, if it's based out of somewhere in New Zealand, would probably make more sense, and Papua New Guinea based out of Cairns, I, I suppose there's time. If you put, I don't know, how many years in advance would you want to name that? Like, the 18th team ready to go, I, I would like a second New Zealand side, but now if you're throwing a Pacifica angle into it, well, that changes the landscape there. Then maybe I'm leaning towards Perth coming in next. But uh, look, I'm happy that they are talking expansion, that we're not sitting on our hands because it did feel like we we did that for about 10 years, to be honest. Um, I, and I would like to have an 18th team. I, I would rather have an um, an even number. That shouldn't be the reason for having an 18th team, but I would much rather have everyone playing every week. I'm not a, a huge bye fan, Smithy. Um, so that's where we're at. Yeah. Um, Where should it be? I will stick by my original thoughts. The next team that comes into the competition, we've shown what can happen in Queensland, a fourth team. I'm saying a second team in New Zealand. I'm not just saying that because I'm on New Zealand radio. That's what I honestly believe. A second New Zealand team, but I'm not the bean counter. I'm not the one putting up the funds. Can it be financially supported? That's for others to work out.
0: Well, Vossie, let's get to the action over the weekend. And, of course, we like to focus here on the Warriors went down to the Roosters 20-12. to 12. Uh, But they'll look at a crucial period in the game, I would imagine, uh, where they went through a period of not having a dummy half when they were hot on attack, dropped some key balls, yep. um, and, yeah. you know, really, they were their own worst enemy at a crucial time.
1: Yeah, it was only 8-6 at halftime. The, the Warriors will feel like they left a lot of football out on the field in that game. Look, it was a warm Sydney Saturday afternoon, no, but, but can't you know be using his excuse when the two teams are playing in the same conditions um, from the injury perspective. Jackson Ford gone early, um, Chance Nickel Kluckstar, then Josh Curran had an injury problem. So there were there were degrees of adversity, but the actual execution by the Warriors would have been very disappointing for Andrew Webster in some basics. Um, and, and you and while you look, your, your aim is. What do they say? You you strive for perfection. You'll never get there, but you might catch excellence on the way through. Well, the Warriors were well short of excellent. You know, They just made some basics. And you've got to not, not be flawless, but you've got to give against big teams, big match teams, and there's enough big match players in the Roosters like Kiri and Tedesco and Swaliki in great form. You, you just don't want to give them cheap ball or, or squander opportunities. And, and the Warriors did both of those things, sadly, a few too many times on Saturday.
0: Sean Johnson again looked uh, devoid of ideas uh, at crucial stages as well.
1: Well, devoid of ideas, or just yeah, just not the um, yeah. I'd, I'd say it's a cross between that and and the authority. Like we we have this expectation, Sean Johnson at this point of his career to be the game manager and controller and those sorts of things, and really take the reins. And it it didn't happen. But I don't think he was the sole cause for. Um, the defeat and the way things unfolded. I mean, look, uh, let's try and turn it in. Let's put a positive spin. It's not overly drastic. Um, it's a twenty to twelve scoreline, and as I say, a game that was eight six at half time. It, it's not like it's. It certainly wasn't an embarrassment. You just felt that it was it was a frustration because the previous week, your expectations had grown because of the resilience shown, and there were some really classy touches um, the previous week from the Warriors. But um, they went out the window on many occasions on Saturday. So yeah, not 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 catastrophic by any stretch at all, but a little bit of you know back to the drawing board stuff for the Warriors this week. Uh,
0: do you you look at the Warriors? I mean, one of the big words towards the end of last year's. Uh, mess, really. I think it's the only way to describe it. Was attitude. You see an attitude improvement? Uh yes. I, well,
1: I certainly did round one. There's no no question of that. Everything, you know, everything Andrew Webster assessed out of round one. I think we all saw it. Um, and and I do think um he, he's had an impact. Obviously, whatever they've done in the off season has had an impact into the psyche of um the squad and the, and the new players there in the likes of uh, Nia Corre and Barnett. Uh, Nickel Kluchstar, you know, they're good first grade players, you know, seasoned first grade players. And I I think everything I've heard about them and seen of them, you know, thorough professionals as well off the field. So I think the edge is there. Um, But to put this week's performance just gone by in full context, to know the impact where the Warriors at, I think we do have to wait until this time next week when we're reviewing the match against the Cowboys. I mean, that's a tough road trip. Um, to go to Townsville Uh, Cowboys have started uh, both their matches very well at the moment early tries and and, and have a lot of points in them so we will get a good gauge on the Warriors where they are at after this weekend with a round 3 battle against the Cowboys
0: Right this uh, round got underway with the Panthers getting back on track uh, but the big talking point of course was uh, the the claims and uh, seems to have been a fact uh, from some young kid and uh, Racist taunts, which um, are no place anywhere in the world, but um, particularly uh, when it comes to just a game of sport like that, that's just atrocious. Ah, oh, look, it's
1: all—it's all very disappointing, Smithy. Um, we we are talking about a 15-year-old here, and the alleged comments. Now, as I understand it, in in dealings with police, and that he's denied that there was any uh, racial um, mention in the, in the comments. But but even then, I'm wondering, like. Seriously, we're going along to a game of rugby league. That is one of the superstars, and yes, he'd had the comment during the week about the windscreen and all of that. But that's just a bit of bit of argy bargy. For for a fifteen year old to be that motivated to go down to the tunnel at half time and you know sledge one of the stars of the opposition that's just that's just not on. I, forget the racial vilification, which is horrible. But I'm saying from just the abuse thought of a 15 year old to do that at a game of football no just enjoy the occasion your team's in front although mind you was wearing a rooster's jersey but i i tell you he's a penrith fan i mean man just we, we we live in great countries new zealand australia we enjoy our sport um they're great nights out just just leave it out the abuse of any level, of anyone, of any colour, when we're talking our sports, people, boo them by all means. I mean, that's, that's part of the fun of the football, isn't it? They're the enemy, but you don't have to have personal abuse of any kind against an athlete. It just doesn't need to go there, Smithy.
0: Totally agree. Totally agree. Couldn't uh, emphasise it better. Uh, look, Eels uh, uh, 26, Sharks getting up over them uh, 30, which was slightly against the odds. Moses and Sevo grabbing doubles. And multiple try scorers being the theme with William Kennedy of the Sharks getting a hat trick.
1: What about this stat out of this game, Smithy? Now, Mitchell Moses, that was his 200th match and he's done all he could. He scored a couple of tries, kicked three goals. His record now in milestone games, lost his debut, lost his 50th game, lost his 100th, lost his 150th and has now lost his 200th. (laughs) Um, just, Just a heads up for two years' time when he's playing potentially his 250th, Get on the opposition. I, I just don't. I don't think. I've never heard of that. I, I don't think there'd be anyone in the history of sport to have that sort of milestone disappointments. We hear about you know, milestone games are big. Then in Melbourne, it's part of their you know cornerstones of their culture is that we we aim up in milestone games for our you know our top players. But for poor old Mitchell, he's just he just can't buy a win. And and Cronulla, I, I thought a really good performance. Still no Nico Hines. Um, I, look, can Cronulla match last year where they finished second regular season? I'm not sure about that, but they look at their best very much another finals team this year and and top four not beyond them
0: Broncos 28, Cowboys 16 I think most people would regard that on early season tipping anyway as a surprise and the performance of Payne Haas Oh, Payne Haas has just got a
1: massive motor. I mean, he was non-stop. I'll give you some others. Uh, Ezra Mann, the young 5'8". He is dynamic. Uh, Reynolds is doing his job at a half. Reese Walsh, Smithy. Warriors fans must have watched that. Oh, wow. like He, he was so good, Reese Walsh. He looks even quicker. Um, he, he beats two and three players. So, quick, Greg Alexander was blown away. The great Brandy on our breakfast show here today, blown away by the efforts of Reese Walsh. There's a, there's, a, there's a football side in the Broncos. And if you're not aware, what about this? The vagaries of the draw. The Broncos play, have a run at the moment, that started the other night. Five straight weeks playing at Suncorp Stadium. And then in the sixth week, they play on the Gold Coast. So, they get a start to the season... And they get to stay at home and play at home week after week after week. How does that work? How does that work? They only have two trips to Sydney from here until the rest of the season. That's, how does that, who does this draw? How does that work? They played Penrith in round one in Penrith, but they've only got a trip to Belmore and a trip to Cronulla are the only other games they will play in Sydney this year. Now... That's also, there's a bit of the draw to do with that. Manly Magic Ground is a Manly home game, played at Suncorp, and South Sydney are taking their match against the Broncos to the Sunshine Coast. So, you know, that's how it's fallen. But it's, uh, you know, they're in the box seat at the moment, the Broncos, to string together a whole bunch of wins and sit very pretty through the first five or six weeks of this competition. And uh, the form that they played and displayed the other night... um, <laughs> Look out. They're, they're a threat. They, they're playing really good.
0: First team in uh, competition of this nature don't win their first two in a row, but they, they no. really, when it comes to a tight finish, and both games have been this, uh, they're usually the team that doesn't have the experience or the combination, etc., to win the tight ones. They won them both, the Dolphins. Well,.
1: Experience is something they're not short on. And while we question, you know, their signings and where's the marquee signing, Wayne Bennett was signing some pretty seasoned players. And, and really, the contribution of Kafusi, the Bromwich brothers, should we have really expected anything less? I mean, they are proud professionals who have been there and done that in the game. They're not on pension funds. They've still got a bit, you know, a fair bit to offer, not just a little bit. They've got a fair bit to offer. They've, they've trailed in both their games and they have come back to win. Um, they are a sensational story so far. If they win this Friday night against an injury-depleted Newcastle, they will play the Broncos in round four at Suncall. They may have to add another grandstand to fit the sixty or 70,000 in that would want to go. It will be a full house, the Dolphins, new kids on the block, and everyone wants those Hat Smithy. I think that's a, a marketing masterstroke. Very much out of American sport and the cheeseheads and all that. Everyone's wearing their hats. It looked like it was pouring rain on Saturday. But everyone's having a good time. And the team delivered the result as well. That's going to bring more people in. And, and Wayne Bennett just sitting back, curling the mow. Um, two games into a season, great stuff, Dolphins. What, what inclusion they've been to the competition. <laughs>
0: Amazing uh, footage of uh, Wayne Bennett in the dressing room afterwards, they, just standing there like a proud grandfather almost, and then yep. leaving them to it, I, I thought it was a million, yep. whereas uh, through the other side, uh, what was Ricky Stewart doing?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, well, poor old Ricky, I mean, the team squandered another double-digit lead, I mean, they're, the, they're they're sadly the leaders at doing that. It just happens way too often. Yeah, Wayne Bennett, you've just got to love his style. I loved what he did the previous week when he was talking about um, Katoa, the young um, 5'8 on debut. You know, a journalist threw a question in saying, you know, absolutely sensational. And Wayne said, oh, no, I don't think so. He just, you know, he can get a lot better than that. He, he just did his job. And, you yeah, know, I thought Wayne <laughs> great at tempering that. Um, uh, he, he'd be loving this at the moment. Um, yeah, and as I say, get past the nights and be 3-0 going to a head-on cra- uh, you know, collision and, and match against Brisbane. That will be absolutely must-see viewing for everyone. I mean, suddenly the Dolphins, everyone's second favourite team over here, Smithy, I don't know about New Zealand, but mm. <laughs> everyone wants to, you know, six o'clock Friday night will be one of the must-see games of the round. People want to watch the Dolphins play, want to watch this yeah. story continue.
0: Well, people used to feel uh, quite the same way against uh, Melbourne there for a while, their second favourite team, particularly over here anyway. Mm. Uh, but here's a side that was, um, I was going to say upset by the Bulldogs, but a lot of people were saying the Bulldogs are not that bad this year.
1: Definitely improved, um, but what I will say about Melbourne is their depth has never been more tested than right now. And now you add the likes of Nelson for Solomona to the injured list for six to eight weeks, knee injury, uh, no Pappenhausen, no Munster, no Ollums Avia Coates was out the other night. Uh, Dewey Kamakamitha is gone. Um, it it was a it was the thinnest looking Melbourne squad. I had seen outside of an origin period. Uh, They had two wingers that had seven games between them. They had a 5-8 starting at six for the first time. Uh, Their bench experience was 22 games between the four players. And in that 22 games, you're talking players who've played, you know, 10-minute stints and 15 minutes since. So, gee, you know, there was so much pressure on the likes of Jerome Hughes and Harry Grant, and Bulldogs led 26-0 after after 50 minutes. So um, Melbourne they're not in strife but it's a very tough period for them uh, they play Titans and Tigers the next two weeks now on you know on the basis you think well you know they're going to start favorites in those two but gee they, if they keep losing players you know Melbourne you know not without possibility will have uh, lost more than they've won through the first five or six weeks of the competition given their uh, playing personnel at the moment that's available
0: uh, West Tigers, uh, not too much expected of the West Tigers. Although um, on the back of their start to the season, there are reports uh, coming out of Australia. We believe um, that the, the Tim Sheens and Benji Marshall r- relationship is not perfect.
1: Well, the, people have quashed that from the inside. Um, the way it, it's an unusual setup. All the coach box shots yesterday from the game have Benji and Robbie Farah up in the box, and then late in the game, Tim Sheens on the sideline. Barking instructions. Uh, two ways of looking at yesterday's game. Knights, arguably the bravest win in that club's history, proud history, uh, given Ponga knocked out first minute, Jaden Braley, 15th minute, Tyson Frizzelloff injured, Dom Young, Sinbin first half, Jacob Siafiti sent off with 15 to go, or you can say that is one of the worst attacking performances I've ever seen by an NRL side. Um, we had a caller this morning on our breakfast show. Uh, do you have the Salvation Army in New Zealand? They said the Salvation yes, Army have a better. They said the Salvation Army have a better attack than the Tigers. Uh, I, that, that, now that's, that's quite a scoring punch. The Tigers attack, and all their mistakes yesterday, probably 80, 90 percent of them, came with the ball inside their opponent's half. Um, there was one instance that I uh, called. I'd have to go back and watch it. Luke Brooks got the ball about 30 metres out. He ran across field 30, 35 metres, Smithy, and not one person was running onto the ball. He went past statue, 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 eventually got to the wing and turned him back inside because he would have run onto the hill if he kept running sideways. I mean, that's embarrassing. So Tigers have so much work to do. They've had two matches at home in front of big crowds and have... Have been an absolute letdown. Massive improvement needed from the Tigers
0: Dragons Titans just to round things off uh, The Dragons uh, after a bye of round one Got a, off to a good start
1: well, yes, the result, but after 20 minutes, probably Dragons fans were sitting there going, oh, no, here we go. Yeah, they were down 12-2 after 20 minutes. Um, and be, you know, some people might have said, oh, well, Rasta coming off the bye and all that. I thought the Dragons' performance was really good. Uh, I know the Titans scored the last try of the game, closed the gap to 14. I thought a 20-point margin before the last try by Big Tino, was a fair reflection of the difference between the teams. I'd be very encouraged if I was a Dragons fan, what I saw there. Um, I don't know what to make of the Titans. First week, they were very solid, very resilient against the Tigers, but now that form is put in perspective. So perhaps we've gone a little bit too confident on the Titans after the first week against a poor Tigers, and then they've met uh, the Dragons this week. But Winning beats losing Smithy and the Dragons fans should Celebrate this week uh, They've got the Broncos next up um, So they're often Running uh, Coach Anthony Griffin already Under pressure People have been Framing markets He'll be the first Coach to go and All of that sort of Thing He'd be proud of His team's Performance first up
0: Andrew Voss as Always uh, no one Better to give us A review of the Weekend uh, enjoyed your Calls over the Weekend um, and look Forward to them Next weekend as Well Voss you have A terrific week over There in Sydney
1: Thank you, Smithy. And I just want to ask you a question to finish. You're down to your last $10. Would it be on a draw, Australia v India, on the last day, or India win? And, and Australia trailing by 88 going into the last day of the test with 10 wickets in hand. Your last $10. Draw. Is it on Australia? Draw. Or draw uh, on India or draw? Draw. Okay. Thank you it's for that. I'm it's a
0: draw. It's a draw. I'm nervous. D- double, it up, d- double it up. Draw New Zealand uh, v Sri Lanka as well. It's raining in Christchurch. So there you go. There's your multi ah. for the day.
1: Gamble responsibly. See you, Smithy.